spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this, the man who has failed our city, Jason. Hello! I don't know how you failed the city, but I'm sure you have. I I didn't question it for one damn second. <laughs> I was just like, sure. Yep, that, that thing I did. About right. All right. So tonight we're going to be talking about the uh, we're going to be talking about Arrow season four. Uh, what to expect? This is our official DC on screen preview. Though we've pretty much been talking about this all summer. Oh yeah. So like, uh, all of just... our news has started out with thirty minutes of what Stephen Amell was up to that week. Right. It's not our fault really... either. He's just really active <laughs> and always tells everyone about what he's doing. He does. So, when we last left Oliver and his band of Arrowites, you would uh, act, you would use the word Motley Crue if it weren't for the eighties. Yeah, I would use Motley Crue if it weren't for the eighties. <laughs> his uh, damn you, gr- Tommy Lee group of vagabonds. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, so when we when we left those gra- those guys, Arrow and Felicity had uh, finally uh, started. Uh, shagging i guess and had gone off to not be vigilantes and uh diggle was pissed off because oliver under the guise of being the next rachel ghoul kidnapped his wife and kid you know little things like that we've all been there thea thea had been resurrected via the lazarus pit and john barrowman or uh, malcolm merlin is the new rachel ghoul sure so as we know, um Thankfully Moira is gone. <clears throat> has who? been, has been for quite some time, but I was just happy to see her not resurrected. Who was this that wasn't resurrected? Moira. Moira that name I can never say oh, correctly. Moira. Moira. Yeah, yeah. I and did I ever tell um, you this? I, I genuinely at the end of last season, I actually thought to myself, Phew, she didn't come back. <laughs> I was I was um, worried. Now he well I would not put it past the the writers of this show to introduce a character maybe in season five, a shadowy character. Like so, we've already done the we oh this big bad guy is Malcolm Merlin and he's this guy and this he's evil right. but you know he thinks he's doing good. Season right. two we have you know um, we have Slade Wilson who's on a on a vengeance kick I'm trying to destroy Oliver's trip, yeah. yeah. So then, season three, Rachel Ghoul, who wants Oliver to be the 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 next heir. Uh, sorry, Rachel Ghoul. 
Season four, Damien Dark. We bring in magic. Season five, a bad guy that we can't even see, and it turns out to be Moira. It would. It would be, and um, <laughs> it would be that she's actually part of Earth 2, came in through the flash hole. Um, that would be interesting. Yeah, got here. Can we call it the flash hole? Can we just keep calling it the flash hole? <laughs> we can. <laughs> <laughs> We absolutely can. And uh, she came in through the hole, came here, didn't know what the hell she was doing, and gets trained by Komodo, of all people. Now, see, I didn't take that route. In my mind, I took the route that it would be the fact that Moira has connections with what would be in the Arrowverse, the Illuminati, who would, of course, have connections with the League of Assassins. And as soon as she was killed... They pretended to bury her and then took her and resurrected her from the Lazarus pit. Of course. As one That was do. my first thought. As one would However, do. however, one person we know is getting resurrected is uh, Sarah Lance, mm-hmm. the, uh, the sister of Laurel. And apparently Laurel has no more learning curve. She's just out and out Black Canary at this point. Yeah, and they uh, did that uh, perfunctorily at least. He had, he had declared her trained. Like towards mm-hmm. the end, of la- like last couple episodes of the season, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that didn't mean she still didn't look like well, completely awkward doing those scenes, and it doesn't mean that we're going to be reprieved of that going forward. Unfortunately, um, right? We're, we're well, gonna they've have been to playing it up. They've been playing it up like Cassidy train runs. Yeah, they've been playing it up like Katie Cassidy's um, character Laurel fights poorly because she just isn't good yet. And to be well, fair, most of the time when we see her, it's a stunt double. So I'm going to go ahead and hope that that is what they were doing because it would it would it would be stupid if you know she took a couple of boxing le- lessons from Ted Grant and then right. all of a sudden she can you know do backflips and whatnot like um, like Roy or something. Because for the most part, the the choreography on the show is pretty damn impressive. Oh yeah, Roy in particular was one of those uh, one of those characters that kind of upped the ante. I mean, he mm-hmm. they they never said he got trained anywhere. He was just extremely uh, elegantly even streetwise. Right. Uh, right. He, well, he, I mean, he like first one of the first fights you see of this cat. He walks up to a group of guys and starts parkour in their ass to death. Right. So, like you pointed out, though. First time you ever see Laurel fight, she kind of does, does okay. I, I mean, mm-hmm. this was a while back, but she did just fine. And then mm-hmm. every time we've seen her since, uh, stilted, at the very least, stilted. Yeah, it's weird. But anyway, so, so I, I was, uh, we've I got... was concerned that you were eventually going to be right and that they had spent all this time hoping to turn her into the Black Canary and couldn't because she just didn't train well enough. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. So this season um, is also going to be. Now we we we've been hearing all summer that it was going to be it's going to be a lighter tone show. It's going to be more in line with the Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, now Stephen Amell has come out, like we 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 reported earlier this week, that he came out and said that there is no lighter tone to the show. He doesn't know where that's coming from. Arrow is Arrow. So I I'm disappointed in that a little bit. I am. I'm disappointed on uh, on many levels. <clears throat> I mean, we went over it before, though. It, it come on, dude. You you said you said what it was going to be. So go with it. I still right. I'm still leaning towards my theory that it was a lighter tone show, and then eventually he got a script, read through it, and realized, oh, okay. 
All right. Yeah, they're not doing they're not doing anything differently. Never mind. They're gonna make me be dour all season after all, aren't they? <laughs> or maybe that's the only way he knows how to act. I don't know. I don't I really don't know. You can't be. Um, yeah, have you, you've seen footage of the actual guy. He's extremely upbeat, outgoing. He's an extrovert. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like it's extremely good acting for him to sit there and, and act like he doesn't want to just go freaking party, party, party on the whole scene. Yeah. So this season, we know that uh, we're going to jump ahead. Felicity and uh, Oliver are, uh, well, they appear to be living out in the suburb, suburbs somewhere. Um, Coast City, presumably. Everyone... Everyone believes that Ray Palmer is dead, though we know he's not. Right. <laughs> and uh, they renamed the the city Star City um, because that's in what honor he of would, that guy who was there wanted. for two months. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's fun. And something's wrong with Thea. We know something's wrong with Thea. We've she's apparently still suffering from the effects of the um, Lazarus Pit because people don't come out the same way. Right. And there's a nice shot in the, um, well, the sec- I think it's the second trailer, the, that um, she looks like she's about ready to stab somebody. Just, yeah, they're already down, run them yeah. through, and, and you see, you know, Speedy! It, come on, like, it was exactly the same. This is, how long ago did I express this fear that they're going to do the Roy storyline again? Mm-hmm. Exactly Instead the same Mir- storyline, same freaking costume, yeah. everything. Yeah. Um... Now, they're also bringing in new people. They're bringing in uh, Rutina Wesley as uh, Liz Warner or Lady Cop, as Mm -hmm. she was known in the comics back in the 70s when she mattered for about half a second. Mm -hmm. And she's going to be on an anti-vigilante task force, it appears, uh, that um, that Lance is, is, Quentin Lance is is, uh, uh, spearheading. But that's a a storyline. That's a storyline that I really wish. on that, hadn't he? Yeah, I really wish they'd wrap that up and just have him be, you know, Commissioner Gordon to the Arrow's Batman. Because right. I'm just tired of him being like, the Arrow's a good guy. He's a pretty good guy. I'm going to help him out. Oh, I got a phone call from the Arrow. Where do I find the guy? And then like right. two episodes later, it's like, this all started with you. Right. I hate vigilantes. Like Every time you change it, 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 it diminishes his... Uh, I don't know, gravity as a decision maker. It does. And my my ardent hope for this season is that they kill him off. <laughs> okay. I'm not joking. Right. I'll take you one further. I hope they kill him off and they bring in his wife instead. Or his ex-wife. That would be wonderful. Alex Kingston? Hell Please. yes. Please. So, yeah. Kill off Quentin. Um, he... His character has served as his purpose, and I'm not really sure what that purpose was. Exactly. Like his, his purpose, as much as I like the actor, and honestly don't feel like it's his fault that I don't like his character as much as I do. Mm-hmm. Um, man, he really, that's, that's the heart of it. What has been his purpose this entire series? He yeah. was there to be the guy who arrested, uh, you know, the hood. And then it was interesting to see him be uh, the guy who was kind of on the side. Like, he he did get to play Gordon for a second, essentially. And then we see him mm-hmm. go through some family stuff. And the family stuff was kind of interesting at Pied, you know, here and there. But now we've just got this doddering old man. I say doddering because apparently his heart falls apart if you surprise him. And <laughs> he's still on the street, and he can't 
decide how he feels about vigilantes in general. Yeah. And he kind of knows... Like, they had a conversation in season three, somewhere in the middle. I want to say it was somewhere in the middle of three. He knows. He knows exactly who Oliver was. Or he did before Oliver came out and said who he was. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, now they're doing this oh. thing where, like in the trailer, he sees Laurel in the Black Canary costume, and he's like, Laurel? I'm like, how did you not know that she was the... How? How did you not figure that? You mentioned that you kind of figured it out last season. I don't I mean, understand. first of all, you've already mentioned that. Second, how did you not extrapolate everything else from it? Third, how did a character like Sin have to tell you something? You're the freaking chief of police at one point. It, yeah, you, you're a... You, you're you're a heading detective. task force. Task forces for the... Oh, come on, man. At this point, they could transplant Quentin Lentz or Quentin Lentz, what? Quentin Lance. Quentin Wentz, yes, <laughs> o- absolutely. Over over to Brooklyn Nine Nine and have him sit with, with uh Scully and the other dude. Like the yes. the, the shitty detectives. Right. <laughs> Those and no two one fat would, guys that are really notice. fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like there's the you're you're he's actively bad. He's not a good detective. He's not bright. No, and if he, he is, he doesn't he's, show he's it. He's gone back and forth on these things so many times that I don't give a damn what he thinks anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it like honestly, you ask someone what they want for breakfast, they're like Jacks, uh, McDonald's, Jacks, McDonald's, Jacks. After a while, you just get them waffle house because you don't give a goddamn what they actually think anymore. They're getting what they right. got. Right. That's where we are with Lance at this point. And the crazy part is, like, if you let's go to Brooklyn Nine Nine, if you send him over with the current personality and send him to Brooklyn Nine Nine. I would say yeah, sit him sit him with those two and let him let him be the non sequitur. If you yeah. sent over the British version of this guy, his actual self, I would tell, He's I the would new tell you he should be the new captain. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, that's a perfect replacement. We're good here. Keep the show going. Don't don't uh misunderstand us. Uh Brooklyn nine nine is not part of the canon by any stretch. <laughs> Don't go say, oh, how have I missed that? Yeah, that's not real in, in the Arrowverse. No, but, it's not. Yeah. Anyway, so um, one I'm excited about, though, is uh, Echo Kellum as Mr. Terrific. Um, yes, he is going to be a lot of fun. He seems like he's got to be a lot of fun. Back to not excited, I- Jerry Ryan as Jessica Danforth, who's apparently running for some sort of office and will be killed summarily. Uh, I think <laughs> you said episode three. Um, I vote completely on the side of Dave on that one. I say episode three, she dies. I give her until episode five or six. Um, you said three. Like episode least. three is called no, the candidate, she's isn't it? In, yeah, she's introduced in episode three, I think. Oh, is it? She's just introduced. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And um, Alicia Rotoro as Oliver's love interest in the flashbacks. I... Mm-hmm. Am completely disinterested in the flashbacks at this juncture. They've given up the which is the crazy, right? Because season one, that yeah. was the main selling point. Yeah, season one, the and most of season two, the best parts were the flashbacks in my mind. But once they got away from telling the story of the flashbacks while also offering um, thematic component uh, components that thematic components that matched the present day storyline once they got away from that right i lost interest hmm. because and so far it seems like now we're we're heading he looks like he's going to be in coast city so 
now it looks like we're going to be dealing with like Oliver spending more time off the island than he ever was on it, which doesn't make a lot of sense for the first season when, you know, he's like sleeping by the window and shit. <laughs> like, don't send him to Russia. Send him back to strand him back on the island mid season. Get him out yeah. of Coast City, strand his back his ass back on the island. Have everyone else, everything else that we need to figure out about his character make that like everyone comes to him the russians come to him what uh they won't do that though no of course they're not and they can't um i mean his his tenure in russia involved high level mafia you know penetration he can't really <laughs> yeah yeah they, he's got to go there you can't phone that out well, we're 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 looking at this is the fourth year, right? So he was only mm-hmm. on the island supposedly for five years, right? By the time we were supposed, he's supposed to be found. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to have like a huge full beard and hair down to his tits, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> so, and wearing the skin of a thousand mills, right? So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to play out. Like I. I still be say it's going to be season, or it's going to be year four spent mostly in Russia for whatever reason. He ends up back on uh, on the island in season five, and I think it ends up being like a choice to get himself there, but uh, kind of a suicidal choice because he was he was he was very suicidal early in the series. He was very if I die today, you know, kind of like no 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 no. Dark Knight Returns. This would be a good he death. Can't, yeah, no, but he can't go back to the island by choice because, I mean, look at the, the fervor in which he, like, tried to get off the island in the pilot episode. Well, yeah, but you can do stuff like that. You can, you know, put it in fate's hands. I'm going to go back to the island, and I'm going to try to get off. But if I don't, that was obviously what was intended for me. Uh, I think he gets dumped there for some <laughs> reason or another. Nothing nearly that existential. Yeah. Mm. Now, um... Now, I think it will be, though, season four, Russia, season five, or, I'm sorry, year four, Russia, year five, Island, and then we're back. And then that gets us back into what the hell are you going to do with the previous, or the foregoing seasons, but that's problem mm. for a different era. Now, uh, we're also getting um, Parker Young playing Alex Davis, who is apparently going to be um, some sort of political figure or perhaps a... Uh, a um, an acquaintance of maybe Jerry Ryan's character or something. Either way, he's a new love interest for Thea. Mm-hmm. So, boo. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not his fault. I just already hate him. And she'll apparently, like, Speedy or Thea will also apparently have some sort of uh, connection, I've heard, to um, anarchy. So, Oh, I hadn't even heard that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe so that'll be right now, jumping back to the flashbacks, though, we, um, he, we know that he is going to be, like, Facing off against Shadow Spire mm-hmm. and Baron Ryder, so mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I'm 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 almost certain that at least the first half of this season, the flashbacks will be in Coast City. Why do you Why do you say? Because he's in Coast City. We know that. That's what they've said. Wait. That's what they keep saying. Well, they all right. They find him in Coast City, but they kind of bring him back like real quick, right? I don't know. See, I was I thinking really it was going to be. You know, first few scenes of episode one, we were in Coast City, and look how happy they are, and look at this nice See, proposal dinner he's whipped up, and et cetera. And then Cockblock of the Century comes over, yeah. pulls him back. They all end up in another city, and... I, I See, I'm uncertain. Because like I don't th- remember actually ever seeing 
that um, he was going to Coast City um, with Felicity. Well, in the show, no. He just drove off into the sunset. Oh, not in any press releases or anything or any news clips or anything. But I do seem to remember that they said that he was going to be in Coast City in the flashbacks. And I'm pretty sure at the end of the season, in the flashbacks, Amanda Waller told him that he was going to Coast City. Okay. Now, I might be wrong about that. No, that would be interesting. That's possible. Also, I mean, you know, there's no reason that, say, that uh, aborted proposal has to take place in real time. Um, Right. All of that, that suburban happiness they were half developing there for a second could just be something we're Mm -hmm. flashing back to in the first few episodes, Mm -hmm. which I got to admit would kind of disappoint me. I kind of want him to come back to a Brady Bunch fill for just a second, just enough to give me a different taste on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. No. So we know this season we've got to deal with... um, with Thea and love interests, blah. And Thea with her Roy syndrome, season two Roy syndrome, blah. And I just they they keep uh, finding new ways to bore me with Thea. Yeah, and at this point, now they've you had to bring in Constantine to make me watch the fucking episode. And now they've brought in Diggle having a problem with Oliver. So we've got to figure out a way to resolve that relationship, blah. <laughs> I, I think it's going to involve that bullet. It's going to be now, that you took a bullet for me. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, the interesting thing for Diggle this season is, one, he's got a terrible new costume. All right, now you said Two, costume as though that's a whole new design. He just put a helmet on his normal leather jacket. I know. That helmet looks awful. Helmet he looks, looks like a, a big. Awful. He just looks like a big helmet-clad dick running around. Yeah, a little bit. Kind of <laughs> looks like a, a motorcycle racer after the crash. Right. <laughs> He's like um, <laughs> sort of the, um, I don't know, motors, uh, motorcycle gang version of Magneto. <laughs> ah. No, they, they pulled this off of the set of Star Wars for a TIE fighter that only had to be shown from the back. They didn't actually have to right. put the face mask on. Mm-hmm. Sprayed a little bit of copper on that bitch and tossed it on his head. Right. Which sounds very anyway. lucasy, actually. It looks bad. It it looks like a uh, little mini Judge Dread running around. I agree. I think it'll grow on you. But the interesting thing for Diggle, though... And by grow on you, though, I mean stop annoying you as much. The interesting thing for Diggle, though, is that he knows that Damien Dark is the cat who put the hit out on his brother. Yeah. See, I mean, this is the Hive guy, so... Yeah. There has to be something there. And, oh my, how we would love to go ask Deadshot what was going on with that, but... We can't, because Since we can't... He's been absconded. Right. You think they'll even let us get like a flashback scene with him or something? Or he's just going to be written off entirely, isn't he? Uh, Yeah, I think he is probably. Uh, It's going to be a thing where like it's going to if they even bother with it at all, it's going to be like a a bit where we see Damien Dark in a flashback telling a dude who's standing there who we can only see the we can only see the guy's blurry arm in the foreground. Right. And it'll be Deadshot. We're not actually going to see him. And they probably won't say Deadshot. They'll no, probably you, like, don't, no. Like, you know what it's going to be. be like, you remember? They'll just a, be referring to him as Lawton. Uh, yeah. Um, now look, what is going to? You remember? There's a woman who comes to his his cell and explains to him that there's a, a, an organization. Blah blah blah. Your basic mm-hmm. dark ops recruitment pitch. Mm-hmm. We're going to see that woman different room explaining to a guy what he's about to do, and she like straps something on the wrist of this person that's off screen and says. How does that fit, Mr. Lawton? And then yeah. we cut away. Yeah. So if I'm right, Deadshot's wrist will be appearing in the new season. 
Yep. So it looks like we're going to have more uh, more interpersonal conflict between uh, Quentin and Laurel. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's going to be some kind of weird interpersonal conflict between Sarah and Laurel and Sarah and Quentin because Sarah is going to be weird if they even decide to tell Quentin that she's back. I, I don't know. That, they'll probably drag that shit on for five or six episodes at least. I, I've I've gone back and forth about how I want that to go down. Um, mm-hmm. I actually want them to tell Quentin about Sarah having been revived. But no, the man. reason is that it will hopefully kibosh this whole you lied to me, what happened to my daughter, relapsed alcoholism situation. Mm-hmm. I don't care about his personal flaws. I don't, I don't give a damn. I really don't. I don't care that he's an alcoholic. Don't care that his daughter's an alcoholic. Don't care that they lie to each other a lot. Have you lived in a family? <laughs> These are normal things. You, just, <laughs> just do the fucking story. <laughs> All right. Now, one thing I'm really very excited about is the return of Matt Ryan as Constantine. God. The entire podcast and I really hope- could have honestly just been us going, ah, yay. Yeah. It could have been, yeah. Like mm. that might be our review for the episode. Actually, is ah! I, I promise you it won't be. Thirty please minutes. Listen. Thirty straight minutes. Please, please listen. <laughs> I mean, or come be happy with us. Either way. So I've loved my f- like as excited as I've been about that, and obviously we were. That little shot of him stamping out a cigarette is at least as exciting as anything else. It is. Get right to the heart of the character. What do you do? Well, I begrudgingly mess with dark forces and smoke a lot. Excellent. Join our show. <laughs> yeah. So I honestly hope that um, that episode is a hit, a ratings blockbuster or whatever they require it to be to bring back Matt Ryan, <laughs> for God's sake. I think it has to as break the internet for can. that to happen. Please, please break the internet. But the, <laughs> the first time you've ever used that phrase with anything other than disdain. I know. Um, I I don't know what it would fucking take, and and I I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there's nothing. I'm pretty sure there's just mm-hmm. absolutely nothing that could be done. But um, at the very least, all of the actors that were under contract have been let go, so we're never gonna get this back. It's 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 kind of one of those where we need to go ahead and step past denial and go ahead and go to acceptance. Um, because I've already um, done the anger and bargaining and depression thing. Um, hmm. although this feels like bargaining a little bit. <laughs> we, we may be looking for anger after we see the actual episode. That, that, yeah, maybe. Uh, we, we, we know how important it would be to actually bring it back. Now, at worst case scenario, there's one episode. He is in canon now. I mean, he's already in the trailer. He's already canon. That whole series is a part of the show, and that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're All it would take is like one or two lines to wrap up that show. Like, it would literally take two lines of dialogue to wrap up. Constantine. Bring Harold, was it Harold Perrineau? I Bring Manny back for just, just a second. <laughs> just long enough. He doesn't even have to talk to the rest of the Arrow crew. Just bring Manny back long enough to say something to John uh, To John. that's like, good job, John. I, I think we're through this. Whatever. Fucking some weird, sappy, wasn't that great, we won the game thing. And the rest of the Arrow crew is looking at John like, who the hell are you talking to? Fine. Freaking fine. Yeah all, yeah, all we need, we don't even need to see Manny at all. All we need to do is like Harold. Uh, That's a no, good point. Harold, sorry. Oliver is just like worried about this dude, doesn't know if he knows what he's doing. He goes to get him for whatever ceremony they're about to do to bring back Sarah. 
He walks into the other room, and there's John smoking a cigarette and yelling at the at thin air, screaming, "You know, you betrayed me. I don't care. I don't care what the what the ends were." Oh, that's perfect. No, just just a cut scene. Like you come back from commercial or some crap. John was supposed to be somewhere doing something. He comes back from that scene, and just as he's exiting a room that you can see the entirety of and is clearly empty, he just says, like, sawed off you, Wanka. Yeah. And comes back, and they ask him, who are you talking to? And he's like, oh, you wouldn't be able to see him. It's an old friend. Great. <laughs> Fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. All right. Well, I feel a little bit of mourning <laughs> in our in our hearts right now, but <sighs> we'll have to move on. Um... Honestly, oh, and at though, the what? end of the episode, at the end of the episode, John tells uh-huh. him, if you never need me to call me, there's also a guy that you could talk to and and tells him about uh, God, Spectre. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> I'm blanking <laughs> on his name. Corgan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jim Corgan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what we're hoping is that the show gets continued, obviously. But anyway, um, what, what the hell uh, else is Arrow doing that's so interesting? I mean, you could just honest to God, not that much. Like, all right, no, we're getting actually. You know what? I just realized we've lost track. We have to wrap up Vixen. We do have to wrap up Vixen. We have to wrap up Vixen. Um, we've been meaning to actually, you know, take stock of that once it was all released and put our two cents in, and you know, um, say how we felt that would reflect on the rest of the uh, series. But <laughs> what it amounted to was only thirty minutes worth of of actual content so yeah it's exactly magic spread that will be out. there but there is there's there's magic there's uh god they've got talismans already and have we have we already mentioned this as uh a convention to get back to the actual show we're supposed to be talking about because this is a problem we're having recently um damien dark i honestly on a scale of one to ten of fun for me he feels like a 12 already he, he does. I'm I'm really excited about Damien Dark. He looks like he's really enjoying being evil. I, no one on well, this show yet has really just embraced who they are. I really like They're Neil the bad McDonough. Guy. Every time I every time I see Neil McDonough do anything, I I really like it. He was the one shining gleam of hope for me in in, in Minority Report. Right. I, I love him as Dumb Dumb Dugan over in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he looks like he's having a lot of fun here uh, with Damien Dark. One of my big fears when they started talking about Damien Dark in season three was that season four was just going to be, oh, it's the other Rachel Ghoul. And oh, this yeah. doesn't appear to be the case with Damien Dark. No, and so, he even he brings him up. And um, I think I said this before when I was watching the finale of uh, Arrow. I had a moment where I had kind of tuned out, just ADD took over, I wasn't completely paying attention, and then I heard Raish sing something about a Damien, and I went, whoa, 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 what? Because I was thinking Damien Wayne, obviously. Um, right. I was very wrong, but this in, this may end up being more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I'm, cer- I'm certain it will, because Damien Wayne's a prick. But this could be a lot more fun, because dude, even in the trailers, it, they kind of hang a lantern on him, really. He, what does he say to, to Oliver? You know, oh, you don't know who I am. I'm Damien Dark. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Just Dude just introduces himself. I mean, he, he seems like the cool guy, at a, the, the new cool guy to school kind of attitude. Just walks in, immediately assumes, you know, everyone's going to be happy to see him. He's Tiny and, Rick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch Rick and Morty, you assholes. Um, this guy, though, just walks in ready to go. 
And he already seems kind of, he's got a demeanor that feels big and feels, uh, it, I mean, honestly, it, he's maniacal in that uh, playful kind of sense. Like, he's going to have a lot of fun fucking everyone else up. Looking at him at the head of the table, saying, "I'm from an organization that wants to let the city die." There's no, there's no gravity to what he's saying. He doesn't care. He, this is just, man, it's another day at the office for him, and he's having a good day with it. No big deal. Yeah, he's stopping an arrow in the middle of the air. No big deal. Like my favorite part of this, it just out of the trailer that we've seen. My favorite part is when he turns to one. It's just, it's a guy. I don't know if it's a guard of his or a guard of someone else's. No idea. But he turns to a guy and kind of puts his hand on his chest. And he's already kind of, he's already fascinating enough as a character that I'm I'm already wondering in the course of this trailer, oh my God, what's going to happen to that guy? Mm-hmm. That's important, man. Yeah. I am I'm excited for Neil McDonough, man. He's already got me. Now, now that I see Neil McDonough, though, mm-hmm. I can't help but wonder, should he have been Oliver Queen? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I say no. What did we miss out on here? <laughs> oh. I say no, but it wouldn't have been a bad show. I mean, it's not like he could have, couldn't have done, you know, deliberate sourpuss for three seasons like Oliver has just fine. Oh, yeah. All righty. So, Arrow's getting a new suit. Sure. And I guess he's going to be called Green Arrow now, even though the show will still be called Arrow. It wouldn't hurt my feelings if they rebranded that at all. Right? Um, God. I really do. Like, we know that um, Colton Haynes has said that he's coming back as uh, Roy mm-hmm. in this season. It really, like, I really do. I kind of hope that he comes back as, like, full-fledged Arsenal. Yeah, it would be nice. Like, I kind of want to see the whole team together. But, you know, I don't now, know. Now, you're, you're going to have some nice rewarding scene later with him where... um. He's going to come in, do a little guest appearance, blah, 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 stop somebody. Who knows? Um, right. And then <laughs> as he's leaving, someone's going to say, like, so you're kind of an outlaw now, right? He's, yeah, I guess I am. And and wander off screen. <laughs> what are you, just uh, you're just kind of an outlaw, huh? Like, yeah, you still put on the red hood? Nah, buddy of mine has that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to tell him, like, oh, well, be careful then, you know. Things are getting kind of weird out there. There's uh, landscapes changing. Yeah, I know one of those too. And just walks off. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know. And uh, Dave will squeal himself to death. I love Red Hood and the Outlaws, man. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I know you do, buddy. <coughs> and can you blame me? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right. So what do you think is going to be the eventual outcome of this season? Like, what are you, what are you predicting as far as... Like, let's say like we get mid season, we do the arrow flash crossover, they they send the the legends of tomorrow on their way. What does the arrow season four have to offer us beyond setting up legends of tomorrow? Because I'm not seeing a whole lot. No, I mean, um what could I possibly predict for season five at this point? Yeah. Not a lot. Um except they've upped the any every year. So I'm gonna say season five is extraterrestrial superpower. Mm. I'm not saying I somewhat, you have to do Superman, and I doubt you're going to get to do. I doubt you're going to get to do Martian Manhunter, but right. extraterrestrial intervention at this point seems like the next place to go. Yeah, because we're already going to do sort of like, other dimensions. We're already going to do magic. I mean, how many other realms can mm-hmm. you really draw a, you know, a power from? Well, just thinking of thinking of Arrow's Rogues Gallery, 
I think the most interesting, sadly, the most interesting place they could go is what, what, what I said. We have a Lazarus pit in play right now. Malcolm Merlin is in charge of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think we will see Tommy resurrected and I think eventually Moira will, it will come out that Moira has been resurrected as well. Those, those thoughts frighten me. I know, but I, I would do. say that, um, cause you I know, don't know if there's anything well, I could be less interested in those two things. Well, yeah, no, other but no, than uh, the, uh, you know, having another love interest. Bear to with be me fair, here. Uh, Tommy or Moira coming back would be better than Thea having a love interest. Malcolm Merlin. Oh God, I didn't consider that. Malcolm Merlin. Um, he's Rachel Gould now. There is no magician. True. He brings Tommy back to fill he that role. He's the magician. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's not impossible. I believe he took up the role in the comics as well. But anyway, probably. Um. Um. But yeah, how how messed up would it be? How messed up would it be if Malcolm um wound up finding a way to bring back Ollie's dad? Well, bad for a lot of reasons. Um. One would obviously be just why. Like, what uh-huh. would he come back for? What was the unfinished business? I mean, dude well, gave his son a to-do list and ate a bullet. Fuck him. Right? Uh, two. I'm assuming, well, I'm assuming Kinda that Oliver, yeah. Well, I'm assuming that Oliver um, buried his dad on that island somewhere. Honestly, never occurred to me. I just assumed that he did like a burial at sea situation. Because you know what happens yeah, when no. you have a raft in the middle of the sea? Sharks. Sharks happen. I'm not making that up. Sharks happen. Look it up. Yeah. I assume it's exactly point, you feed the sharks wh- and try to get the fuck yeah, on somewhere no. else. Yeah. Which exactly might be the reason you wouldn't throw a dead bleeding body into the ocean too. Oh, that's exactly why you do before you try to change the change the trail. So I'm assuming he, he has a, a buried father somewhere on that island though. And um they could easily say that. And um but the the reason would be psychological. You bring back you bring back um, Oliver's father, mm-hmm. make him an agent of the uh, of the League of Assassins, sure. and use him to psychologically mess with with Oliver, much like we've seen Scarecrow do with Batman. You failed me, Bruce. You failed me. Ah, see, that would still kill me though. It, something I know. that really really impressed me about the show was early on. I'm not coming up with ideas that I want to happen. I'm coming up with ideas that I'm that you were worried that might actually do. happen. Right. Yeah, and something that would kill me, though, is like season one was all about checking names off a list that he didn't mm-hmm. even make. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's become a much more realized person over the course of the seasons. I mean, even between season yeah. one and two, season two, we obviously, you know, it panned critically by you and I. Um, right. It, it did still at least take the step of getting him off that fucking list and onto his own business. Um, and then, you know, season three, he's balls deep in his own business at this point and fuck anyone who gets in his way and then by season four hopefully we've learned wait a second i have goals i have people i think these two need to be kind of intertwined um that would completely reset me in a way that would be absolutely uninteresting yeah loads now what do you what do you think the chances are that they'll kill off Felicity in this season? Because I previously stated on the show that I thought that they were probably going to wind up killing Felicity so to open the door for Laurel and Ollie to get together finally. Mm, that's a tough one. Felicity's carrying way too much of the weight. Um, as far as man, she's one of the best characters they have on the show. And while it can be extremely, I, I agree. it can be a a, a huge 
innovative and productive change to kill off a character that's that popular, I'm not mm-hmm. sure they're at that juncture. I just don't know if I could get behind that as the... Well, um, I don't know that I could get behind it, but I don't know that I'd put it past them. <laughs> that too. It seems pretty. It seems pretty um, blatant in the in the season four trailer that we saw yeah. that Damien Dark is. Uh, I mean, he's gunning for Felicity. Actually, here's my reason. I, what was it? Um, which one of them said something about the tone being different until Felicity finally gets kidnapped? Um, oh, I think that was. Uh, I want to say that was Guggenheim saying that. Guggenheim. They were actually really trying not to have Felicity be kidnapped this year. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> here's my real reason is because, uh, and I'm, I'm making this up as I go, but I'm going to run with it. They would right. have said until something happens to Felicity, not until she gets kidnapped. It's mm-hmm. because they have such a specific thing they're avoiding that I don't think it's on their plate at all. Yeah, I, I think that... Can't speak for season five and <clears throat> contract rules. Right. Haven't looked at any of their contracts. I don't know when they're up. Because mm-hmm. that's how you really tell when someone dies. Right. If Diggle's contract is up after this year, nine. you better believe he might die in the season finale. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him. And to, to be perfectly honest, it's a character that's beloved. What better way to motivate a ca- another character into being interesting? <laughs> yeah, but they've killed off a lot of people, and Laurel's not interesting yet. They've killed off a few people, and Thea's not interesting yet. Apparently, they're not good at turning that trick, so... Mm, but they think they are because they keep doing it. Yeah, I know. They keep doing it. I know. Look, there's a there's <laughs> a lot that worries me. There really is. Um, overall, though, between and don't get me wrong, a lot of it is the fact that some new blood's coming. I mean, even that one episode with Constantine is exciting, obviously, but mm. yeah, it's a one-off. Um, getting to the one on uh, the non-one-offs, we've got Mister Terrific. We've got Damien Dark is apparently going to be more interesting than he ever was in the comics because he's basically unmentioned there. Um, right. It, there's, there's a lot to look forward to as far as that goes. I, Merlin being Rage is going to have an entire... We've barely addressed it, but mm-hmm. aside from all of our conspiratorial theories about what might happen to him, he is likely going to have a lot of screen time. Yeah. There's just very little that John Barrowman is involved in that he doesn't get some screen time on. Um, yeah. So the League of Assassins is going to be involved... And we're going to have to see what's happening. Um, that being said, it is. it is. It's a lot of the new blood, but it's also going to be a lot of the, the old school stuff. We're, we're going to want to see what happens to Diggle and what, mm-hmm. at the very least, what codename is he finally takes on. Because I personally still don't think it's going to be from the books. I think they're going to make up a new one. Yeah, me too. Um, now, how likely, how likely do you think it is that, because we've seen in the trailer that Malcolm and uh, Nyssa are fighting. Mm-hmm. How likely do you think it is that he basically like excommunicates her from the League of Assassins? She goes and finds her father's body and brings him back to take down Malcolm Merlin. Zero. You think zero? I think zero. Now, I I say it completely corporeally. I haven't seen any casting news on the guy. Right, but that seems like it would be like a good mid-season. Yeah, no. If I if I see casting news on the guy at some point, I absolutely believe that what you just said is what happens. But short of that, I no. I think it's going to be more that she hates Malcolm. She she hates him, but she. I think it's going to be more that she tries him over and over again and tries tries his strength over and over again and just keeps finding that he is actually kind of as good as he said he was and ends up being yeah. kind of his right hand man. 
Mm. I I think they're going to end up being kind of a fairly dynamic duo, you know? Cuz no, they're, they're a couple of badasses. I I would even I would even go Look, so far. People like that in narrative generally have a couple choices. They're either going to team up platonically, have sex eventually, or kill each other eventually. Yeah, but here's here's the thing though. I'm assuming that she's fighting him over bringing Sarah back and he will excommunicate her and she will go in search of her father's body. I'm, I'm assuming she knows where her father's body is. Maybe even, to get a little extra help, call mm-hmm. in Talia. Hmm. Yeah, Talia would be a nice addition. Talia and Nyssa come back with her father's body. You're not the true Ra's al Ghul. That would be a nice addition. Actually, it'd be fun if Talia took over the, the role in general. Yeah. Just be more proper that way, wouldn't it? It'd be kind of fun. Now, I'm, I'm down with you right up to the point where he allows the Lazarus bit to be used for that purpose, and she completely mm-hmm. balks at it, um, mm-hmm. fights him over it. I, I don't think it's. I don't think he kicks her out. I think he would see her as too useful a warrior, no matter what the circumstance. Because as much as they infight, if he says, go fight this guy, she still has to do it, and he knows that. So he would never sacrifice that sword, but I think it's her quitting in that case. Maybe, maybe. But Malcolm is also the type who would be like, I can't operate this i i can't run this with that with you know uh an agent against me like see i think he's completely down me. for that i mean one of the last like the last couple lines they have in the finale is basically you know i'm gonna try to kill you right and he's he pretty much tells her i know you're gonna try see you then yeah i think he's okay yeah. with, uh, with operating in that little uh in that environment but how how fun would it be if like she runs off and actually gets her father's body in talia and comes back and he's got He's got Tommy Merlin now. <laughs> like his little undead warrior magician. No, they're going to have like a, a little de facto fight off. My dead warrior versus your dead warrior. How do you feel? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just looking at their options and trying to, you know, I, I can see certain gateways to certain things that they might utilize, whether I want them to or not. Yeah, no. And, you know, they've been they've been thinking about it. Even more than we have. So God only knows. God help them. All right. So do we have any more on uh, on our Arrow Season 4 uh, What to Expect episode? Uh, honestly, nope. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm emptying quivers. That's all I got. Oh, man. All right. Well, um, I guess we're going to wrap it up and go watch Gotham. So... Uh, <laughs> We, we have been and shall remain DC On Screen. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, DCOnScreen.com. We are proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. And uh, if you're interested in a Marvel podcast that's pretty similar to ours, go check out Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast uh, or MCUcast.com. Until our Gotham premiere episode, keep some DC on your screen. at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th.
Look around you. That car you're driving. That house your family lives in. Making your daughter laugh. Inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive. Teaching him he can be anything. All you. And your dreams for tomorrow. You'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen. They are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.